Everyone stand on your feet. Grab somebody by the hand right now. Lift your hands up to the Lord. I don't want your mind on anything. Take your mind off of your problems, off of your situations, and give God your undivided attention because the Lord wants to speak to you. He wants to talk to you. We have come into this place with an expectation that God is going to do something. And I want you to ask God to do something for you spiritually. Some of you, the devil has fought you all day long, all week long, because he don't want you here. And this is the revival that God has set to change your life. This is not just any revival, but this is the one that God has set to change you. You made a commitment and made a vow to God and told God you wanted to leave different. I want you to have that expectation that it's going to happen for you. God, we pray that you would transform us, change us, renew us. God, you met us here last night. Meet us again tonight. We have weaknesses. We have struggles. We have temptations. We have battles. God, we have dispositions, attitudes. All of these things we're laying at the altar asking you to change us. Change us from who we are and change us to what you want us to be. We sincerely ask for a move of God and we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Everyone say amen. I want you to give me your undivided attention. I'll be talking tonight from this message, you can recover from the fall. You can, keep playing, amen. You can recover from the fall, amen. Just lift up your hands just a minute to the Lord and just tell the Lord, Lord, I want to get back to that place, amen. Come on, lift your hands up, I mean sincerely. I want to get back to that place that I need to be. I know you got work for me. And I don't want to stay in that place that I'm in. I want to come where you want me to be. And I praise you and I glorify you. In the name of Jesus, we praise you. Amen. I want to talk to you. This message uh, resonates in my heart to the saints because I've, I've passed it now. 30-something years, over 30-something years, and in my time of pastoring, I've probably seen at least 80 to 95% of people who have gotten saved backslide and come back. Even some of you all that look like you're good now. See, remember, I knew you 30 years ago, 33 years ago. I have people in this church who have smoked dope and were preachers, and nobody know nothing about it because you confessed to me, remember? But you were restored back. Some of you all in here, that was saved and asking God to help you. You devil and dabble out of porn. And we help pray you through that. Some of you mingled back and forth with adultery, fornication, homosexuality. And were restored out of those conditions. The fact of the matter, if I discredited every person in here that have never failed and had to come back to God, it wouldn't be nobody in here. None of you. One problem, one person may have a sissy problem, one may have a whore problem, one may have a lying problem, but all of you got problems. Don't you look at me like that. Because you've been good the last 10 years. 
I thank God that he's a restorer. Now, I didn't say any of those things for you to go get your mama dressed and say, I can be a faggot now. You heard what pastor said. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said that so that you can realize the reality that we must learn how to restore people back to God. Learn how. And God puts all of these people in the Bible. He doesn't hide their business. They're high profile, top line people, and he put all their business in the Bible. Like Abraham, who's a liar. Y'all with me? David, who's a whore and a killer. Samson. All of these people that God put in there. Peter cussing and lying. And then God goes back and shows you how he used them afterwards. And there are many people in here today who are in that shape and who feel, am I going to ever and can I ever restore the ministry that I've lost? Can I ever get back to that place where I was in God? And my answer to you is yes. After all you've done and after all of the mess up, God is saying, I'm not through with you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Do I have anybody in this building? Anybody in this building? Now, you all, now I'm going to ask a question. If I have anybody in this building that thank God for restoring you from a backslidden stage and, and then all of those that ain't praising God with those then I'm going to ask you to ask God to forgive you for lying and ask him to, to thank him for delivering you from a backslidden state I'm not talking about listen listen see, see this is what you do you tend to only think about when I say this what the saints found out and because you didn't get exposed or nobody found out about it, you don't know how to praise God for that. Amen. But I'm talking about that stuff just you and I know. Yeah. I'm talking about that stuff that's behind the closet that the Lord didn't let out and the Lord didn't expose, but you know you were in a backslidden state. I want everybody that know that to thank God for his mercy. Yeah. Don't you sit around here. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Don't you sit there. That's why you ain't got no room in here to look at anybody and to judge anybody. You better thank God because when God see you like that, I was in a bad shape. You were in a bad shape. But the mercy of God. I'm not talking about that stuff you did before you got saved. I'm talking about some of this mess you did when you were saved. You ought to thank God for his grace. Come on, somebody. Praise God for restoration. The Lord spoke to me, and he said the next preachers, the next evangelists, the next deacons, and the next group that's going to be used in the kingdom of God are those that nobody thinks he can use. He said, the next group are the Davids. The next group are the Samsons. Oh, I know that you all have discredited them. The Lord said, because I can use them. Because I don't need anybody that don't have a testimony. Because when you're going to get somebody in the world, you need to get somebody that's been there. So God said, I haven't discredited you where you have been. In fact, that's what qualify you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God said the very thing that people have used to disqualify you is what I'm going to use to qualify you. I'm going to take the very past and use that to help you now. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. I 
I wish somebody could give God a praise and say hallelujah. It's restoration time. It's restoration time. Restoration time. Hallelujah. Grab somebody by the hand and say, it's restoration time. Restoration time. Oh, hallelujah. Tell them again, it is restoration time. Galatians 6 and 1. Hallelujah. Tamakashaya. Hallelujah. When I look out in this great congregation and I look to many that was here at New Year's and many that are coming in, I see what God's getting ready to do. And I just want the church prepared for what he's about to do. Last year was a very difficult year. It was a heavy year. My office was long as the food stamp line. I heard more confessions I had last year than I heard since I've been here. Some of you all, I need to get you a, a regular confession card. Like Publix. <laughs> get points. a member, Sam's Club, the Confession Club. <laughs> I said, you again? You see that line on first Sunday? Second Sunday? Third Sunday? Fourth Sunday? And as bad as it look, it's a sign that there's some people that really want to do the right thing. But I'm struggling. Because I ain't going to come down to the office and tell you all my business. Unless I want some help. I ain't got to go tell no pastor. I do what I want to do. But I want help. I am struggling. I'm fighting. Flesh problem, a mind problem, a lust problem. These are problems that people have. Drinking, smoking, doping, all these things. But in the book of Galatians 6 and 1, brethren, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, this is not just somebody who has failed, but he's a brother and he's overtaken. The thing done took him over. This is different than somebody just smoked some weed once or twice. They done got overtucked with it. I mean, it's got them, it's consuming them. Hallelujah. When we look at that scripture, sometimes we look at it as if a person has just got into it. But people can be saved and be overtaken with a fault. I watched some that were strong in the Lord and really in the power of his might and really trying but go through that spell that they are going through this battle to be saved. Sometimes it overtakes them. But they have to be around the right type of person. When you find yourself struggling, you can't go around calling people. If a brother be overtaken with a fault, ye which are spiritual, everybody can get you out of that condition. Hallelujah. I need a spiritual person. Somebody that won't push me further back in what I'm in. Somebody who comes to deal with the issue. And somebody that is Put themselves where I am. He which are spiritual, restore such a one 
in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself. The whole time I'm dealing with you, I should be considering me. Now there's two considerations. When I deal with you and restore you, I should be considering one, what I've already done and he forgave me for and the mindset that I was in when I did it. Because there's something about a person who is where you are, not only do they know what you're doing, but they still have the mind of what they were in when they were doing it. Y'all with me? Come on now. Hallelujah. Only a drug addict knows the craves that a drug person have. Only a hoe know what a hoe going through. Only a thought know what a thought going through. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Only a gangster go know what a gangster. So, so there's a difference between sympathy and empathy. I know what you're dealing with at night when your flesh get to cutting up. Because you've been there. And so I'm not just going to say, I, I, I'm, I can't tell, because sometimes you can't say, just pray. I need to tell you, I know what, I, I know what you're feeling. I know your heart. I know, I know all this stuff going on. I know the craves of wanting to get up and smoke some dope. I know you want to get up and watch that porn. Y'all with me? There's some people that I can't help. It takes somebody else other than me. I can pray for you and cast the devil out, but I don't know what a sissy feel like. I've never been one. Never thought about it. Never even crossed my mind. <laughs> I can't help you. All I can do is pray and cast the devil at you and tell you you need to be delivered. But then God needs somebody that's been there to say, I understand. Because I don't know what it is to look at a man and have a desire for him. But somebody didn't know. There are things that somebody that's trying to help you help you, but you can't let them help you because you're not comfortable. That doctor tried to help me. He wanted to check me out some 10, 15 years ago. And he put them gloves out. And put that jelly on I asked him, what you doing? He said, I'm finna check you. I said, I'm checked. He said, no. I said, what, what you supposed to do with that? And when he told me, I left him right there. Check yourself, brother. Tell me what's wrong. You ain't, that, that ain't, that ain't. I'm all right with the breathing. I'm all right with the ah. I'm all right with you looking in my ears. But you, those that, you've got to put them somewhere else. That's it. I do E R O N, yeah. Check my chest, breathe in and out, but all that other stuff, you got to go. But he wanted to help. But I didn't feel comfortable with him helping. He was your spiritual, consider that person. Don't, I want you to get away your sin, but don't, don't forget where you were. And then ministering them, remember where you were and then ministering them, remember what you are capable of doing. Now some of you in here, you've never done something that people have done but it ain't because you ain't capable of doing it. Amen. Some of you saints have the same ability and the same lust to do as some of these young people do. You're just, your body won't let you do it though. You hot, but your body won't cooperate. <laughs> your, your legs, they just won't let you. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. Let, let, let's, let's talk for real. You're just as hot as you can be, but you just, you can't squat. <laughs> you, you can't roll. I'm not, I'm not, I just want to tell the truth. 
But know your capabilities. Know what you're capable of doing. Sometimes when I look at young people and they're doing certain things, I remember what I was thinking at their age. Amen. That's why you got to get folk. I, I like Sister Cheryl, how she dealt with young people. She, she comes with a, a different energy and a different mindset because you remember where you were when you were that those age. Some things you don't forget. Some things you remember so you can now look at somebody and say, I know exactly what you're thinking. I know exactly where you're at. I, I, I hate to see parents who have done such a bad job in their lifestyle in front of the children and the children do exactly what they saw them doing and then they're going to point the finger and call the child a hoe but they had them hoeing. How the mama going to call the daughter a hoe and the mama got five children out of wedlock and the child ain't got but one. You the whole four to five times. Or uh, to say stupid. How can I be stupid with one and you got three? Are you stupid, stupid, stupid? But we forget the same thing. But God don't let me forget my experience. And let me use my experience to help somebody else. Every one of you in this place that have fallen, every one of you in this place that God have ever restored, your restoration is to help restore others. To bring others back. Don't forget where God brought you from. Hallelujah. How many of y'all remember where he brought you from? Can you praise the Lord and tell God thank you. Thank you for where you brought me from. There's a praise that only somebody that has been restored can give God. There's a praise that only somebody that God brought back can give to God. Can somebody give God a praise? You see, there's a different praise. There's a different praise. He said, let the redeemed. Redeem. Now there's a difference between redeem. When you redeem something, you bring it back. Amen. And there's a praise that redeemed folk that you that have never done anything can't praise it. Amen. But you that God ever restored and ever brought back and you remember when you was at your weak point. You remember when you failed and God brought you back. You remember when you didn't have the mindset that you have. You that are in here, you ought to have a praise. Somebody say hallelujah. I'm not talking about for no car, no house, no job, no land. If you ever fell short and God brought you back, you ought to praise him. Because sometimes we get a sense that I deserve this. We get a sense that God owe me this. We get a sense, but when God bring you back, and you got a mindset, I don't deserve to sing in the choir. I don't deserve to be on the usher board. I don't deserve to play the music. I don't deserve to preach. I don't even deserve to be in your presence. You know how to act like you are obligated to God. And I need somebody here that knows that God brought you back and God delivered you. And that since you've been in the house of God, God has restored you. I want you to give God a praise and say hallelujah. And he don't want you hiding about your testimony anymore. He don't want you back in the bushes about your testimony anymore. He want to use it. Hallelujah. See, if you don't use it, the devil will use it against you. Either you're going to use what you have fallen with. Amen. Praise the Lord. uh, The devil is going to use it. Either he's going to take it and blackmail you with it. Are he going to take it and make you feel shame about it? Are you going to take it and use it against him? Amen. Somebody say hallelujah. God used David's story in Psalms 51 to tell every backslider, God is a merciful God. God used Samson's story to show you that even when you're falling and got your hair cut out, your hair can grow again and God can give you your power again. And God wants to use your testimony to tell somebody you can make it back. You can make a comeback. Oh, Shandala Bahasha. 
Oh, Habakansaniosha. Oh, Sanabahaya. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Shandalabashia. I sat and wondered to the tailor, what would I have if I didn't have people that God had restored? Thank God for you, Daniela. You went on a high spree. Went back, and I can tell that testimony, but I wouldn't have a teacher here. Wouldn't be sitting over there in that row over there. But God brought you back. Oh, come on here. Come on here. Come on here. Somebody ought to praise God. Thank God for you, Ben. Thank God for you. Man, you're playing and in the music. Locked up, incarcerated, but the prayers of the righteous brought you out. What if we just left you and just forgot about you? God got some musicians, God got some preachers, God got some ministers, God got some people. What about you, Tisa? I, I, I got to deal with some folk. Went back. Hallelujah. Was drinking and went and got in that condition, but God brought you back and now you're a praying woman. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. Oh, come on here, somebody. Praise the Lord. Every person that's in a condition is God's potential person that he can use. Don't you discredit yourself and don't let nobody else discredit you. God can bring you back. God can use you again. Get out of your mindset that it's over. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I just need a few people that can praise God and say hallelujah. Come on, praise God and say hallelujah. Come on, praise God like you really mean it. Hallelujah. Oh, Shandala Bahasha. Oh, Shata. I want you to grab somebody by the hand and look him in the eye and tell him I'm not going to beat myself up anymore about my failures about my mistakes and I'm not going to let anybody else beat me up either amen the Lord ain't beating me up and I'm not going to let you beat me up God has the guess what you don't have no blood you don't have no blood your blood can't wash me your blood can't clean me it's his blood that delivers me and that's who I'm going to praise Oh, Shanta Bahaya. Oh, Rabba Shandala Bukaba. Oh, Shabahaya. I'm not going to walk around here and watch you when I shout and watch you when I sing and watch you when I dance. My God, this praise belongs to God. And I'm not going to let anybody keep on telling me where I came from. He brought me out. He delivered me. He saved me. He made me free. You just have to take that up with Jesus. He paid the bill. He paid the cost. By his blood, I'm delivered. I'm saved. Tell somebody I'm free. Tell somebody else I'm free. And then he says in the second chapter, bear ye one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. The burden of sin and overtaken with the fault is heavy. Sometimes you need a saint to help lift up that load. Hallelujah. 
It is so easy to backslide, but it's so hard to get back up. And when he says, bear ye one another's burdens. Now, most of you don't need no help falling. You can do that by yourself. The ladies who said, I've fallen and can't get up. She didn't call and say, I'm trying to fall and need some help. She called and said, I've fallen and I can't get up. Have you fallen and can't get up? Do I have a saint that can help me up? All of the stories of the Bible is about people who are falling. And couldn't make it their way back to God. Like a sheep that was lost. And somebody had to go find him and bring him back. Like a man that was beat up and wounded and had scars. And somebody, a good Samaritan had to come. And get him and minister to him and help him. And this year I want to help somebody. who I, Because you can't. He tells us that the sheep couldn't get back on his own. The man that was beat up couldn't get back up on his own. It took somebody to help him back up. And I need somebody in this church to get the mindset that my motive this year is to help pick somebody up out of the condition they're in. And bring them to a restored mind. Glory to God. And restoration is a mindset. It's a mindset. And backsliding is a mindset. You think that people are backslidden because what you see. The stuff that we see, we address. But what about the stuff that you don't see? We only seem to address what we see. And that's sometimes even in our own life, that's what we highlight. What we see. That's what we ask for forgiveness for. What we see. The Bible says if a man look on a woman and lust, he's already lusting his mind. See, I can see you checking in and checking out the hotel. But I can't see you checking in and checking out while the saints up there shouting. And you done undressed a sister right here and you ain't been to nobody's hotel. And I wonder why you ain't praising God. Because you're in the fantasy land. Y'all ain't saying nothing now. Y'all done got quiet now. Now we will grab that person who has went back physically and we got it and bring them up and say, let's pray with them. But the man with the mind, his is just as bad as his. He on the same way because it conceives in the mind. Amen. Y'all with me, saints? I was talking to somebody the other day and I want y'all to get it. Now, I want y'all to get this and get it right. Amen. No sin is to be condemned, uh, condoned. But we only, we only deal with what we see and what we know and what's there. Amen. Now we can address the pregnant out of wedlock, but what about the sex? Because if you fornicating, you're doing the same thing and you popping pills and tying tubes and taking it out. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Is the sin having babies or having sex? So we address one and won't address the other. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Because one been caught, but you're doing the same thing. Hunching is hunching, whether you get pregnant or not. Now I know I'm talking heavy. And then you ain't fornicating, but you home all day with Hannah. 
you got a handmaid. Now you're going to deal with that sissy because he got another man wrapped around his shoulder. But you got another man wrapped around your private part, which is you. You a sissy too. What's the difference with a man around your arm and you got a man around you? Now this is a faggot because he got his hand around his shoulder and walking down the park together. But you got your man hand around yourself over there in the room somewhere. You just as much as a sissy as the other one. If I'm a sissy because I got my hand around a man's shoulder, you one because you got dirt around your own self. Y'all ain't saying nothing here, but we address what we see. Come on, I wish I had a witness. I don't care if y'all don't like me. I'm going to give you what God say. So let's not just ask for restoration of our physical condition. But God, restore my mind. Don't just ask for just restoration of what you see on the outside. But God, I know I don't think right. I know I don't feel right. I know my mind is not pure. I know my heart is not pure. That's why David, when he messed up, he said, created me a clean heart. Deal with my heart, not just my actions. Because my actions come from my heart. We're dealing with our actions, but we're not dealing with our hearts. Amen. The heart produces the actions. And if you deal with the actions and don't deal with the heart, you're going to still have it. God, deal with my heart. Change my heart. I don't think right. I don't feel right. I don't look right. I don't act right. Amen. God, y'all ought to say something. We will address red lipstick on somebody's lips. But won't address the gossip that came off your lips and you ain't got no lipstick on. You got lip hell on. Now you bother somebody and going to them, and we believe in holiness now, don't get me wrong. Y'all please don't get me wrong. But you over here bother somebody about red lips and you got a black tongue. See, everybody see your red lips, but they don't see your black tongue after church calling all the saints, talking and gossiping. I'm not getting much. But here's a mother going to somebody saying, nah, you need to wipe that off. Can you wipe that off? Wipe that off. Now she can wipe that red lipstick off her mouth but you can't wipe that gossiping spirit off your tongue. It's going to take more than a rag for that. It's going to take God dealing with your heart and dealing with the inside. Now we don't justify none of those things as right but what I'm saying, you're going to have to get something done in your heart. Tell somebody I need work on my heart. And I want a total restoration. Somebody say total restoration. Lift your hands and say a total restoration. Come on, lift your hands and say a total restoration. Lift your hands and say, Lord, restore me. In this revival, restore me. Restore my mind. Restore my thoughts. Restore my will. Restore my praise. Restore my heart. Now, I had a brother who there was a brother that had wronged him, and the brother was wrong. And that brother was wrong. But he went and gossiped the three more brothers about the wrong that the brother did. Now you just as wrong as him. Because he wronged for what he done, but you went and told three other people you just as wrong. God help me. Lift your hands up and say, Lord, I want you to help me. Tell somebody I want to be restored. 
Hallelujah. Not restoration of just the physical. Man, I want to feel this thing in my heart. I want to feel like I did when I first got saved. And I'm not just talking about the jumping and the shine. I want to feel that purity, that love for God, that real relationship with God. God restore me. And tonight, hallelujah, I need everybody in this building that know that you're not in that place that you should be with God mentally, not just physically, but mentally. Amen. You know that you've been in the church, but you haven't been there because many of you this year were in the building but you were not here in the mind you can come to church out of routine and you can have your body here but the transformation doesn't come because your body here there are two things he said present your body a living sacrifice I want your body here but something has to happen to your mind because the transformation doesn't happen because your body's here he said be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind God I ask you to forgive me for all all the times I had my body here but my mind wasn't here. I should forgive me for every time I came in the choir and sung but my mind wasn't here. I think I get you for the forgive me God for every Bible study I came to and my mind wasn't here. Give me my mind back. Give me my mind back. Give me my thought back. Give me my love back for you. Can you say praise the Lord? Somebody say hallelujah. Tell somebody I want it back. I want my salvation back. I want my walk with God back. Oh, hallelujah. My last scripture is Jeremiah chapter 3 and 22. Lift your hands and say hallelujah. 3 and 22 says, return ye backsliding children and I will heal your backsliding. Behold, we come unto thee for thou art the God, the Lord our God. Look at somebody and tell them God wants to heal your backsliding. God wants to heal your backsliding. Somebody say praise the Lord. Can you say hallelujah? Lift your hands and tell God thank you. He wants to bring you back. And many you praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I've been in the church a long time, but we can get sold that years and years and years we can come to church by routine. We can sing in the choir by routine. Amen. We can be on the music by routine. But God says this year, I don't want just a routine saint. I want somebody that really has a love for me. I want somebody that really has a connection for me. Somebody say hallelujah. And we find ourselves in and out with God. Find ourselves struggling with the things of the flesh is really not the flesh problem. It's the hard problem. Hallelujah. It's the hard problem. Amen. We can try to fix things. You can't fix the symptoms. You got to go back to the source. We need God to touch our backsliding hearts. Amen. People today in this world are finding themselves separated from God. Not because of the physical, but because the mental in the spirit. Amen. God, I want to get close to you again. And saints, let me tell you, the only way to get back to that place in God is to know what you went from the beginning and how you got to where you were. Amen. If you remember where you was when you first were saved, what were you doing then? People, we're not tearing anymore. We're not praying anymore. We're not laying out for God anymore. We're not hungry about our soul anymore. All we want is the material, material, material. And if you're not careful, church becomes an entertainment. If you're coming to church and don't want to be saved, are you just coming to come? It's an entertainment. Amen. If you know you're not saved and you know you're not right, but you're still singing in the choir, you haven't come for the most important thing. Who goes to Red Lobster and just sit at a table and don't order nothing to eat? Who goes, amen, to Disney World and just sit on a bench and don't walk around and see Disney? Y'all ain't said nothing. Who goes to a car shop, park your car in the shop and just sit in the lobby and do nothing? Who goes to a hospital and just sit in the lounge? Who comes to church and not trying to get a relationship with God and not trying to say God save me and not trying to say God deliver me. I'm not just here to hear some good preaching and to feel good. I'm here because I got a soul and my soul need to be saved. Save me Lord. Save me. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. Can you put your hand together and give God a praise? Tell somebody I'm here because I need help. I'm here because I want to be saved. And yet Sunday and Sunday and week after week, I see people who come to church who know you're struggling with being saved. I know you're not even at the place of being saved. But the altar call is made and I have no response. That's like somebody coming to your table and say, can I take your order? 
and you say no thank you you don't go there just to sit down I didn't come here tonight just to sit down I came to make an order I need to be saved I came to get it right I got some wrongs in me I got some errors in me and you know I know we sang the song I don't know what you come to do I don't know what you come to do by now we should have figured it out by now after 20 years we should know what you come to do I come to be saved I come to be delivered I come to be free I come to the Lord pay on everything at the altar we've got to be careful that we don't turn the church into an entertainment center every song should be about Jesus if you're dancing and you don't feel nothing you might as well be in the club amen we're not coming here to entertain I'm coming here because I need something for God I want my soul saved and if you know you got some issues if you know you got some struggles you ought to be on this altar praying about it you ought to be on this altar crying out about it don't you get comfortable in homosexuality don't you get comfortable in sin yes you may fall to that place but come to the altar and say God help me I'm struggling every day and I need your help I want to be saved is there anybody here that still have a mind to want to be saved I'm struggling pastor but my mind is sad even though my flesh is going in one direction my mind is going in another let's say God save me from myself save me from my will save me from my desires somebody say yes Lord hallelujah can you give God a praise and say hallelujah can somebody give him a praise and say thank you Jesus grab somebody by the hand and tell them I really want to be saved tell them I really want to be saved it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't alleviate the fact that I have some struggles it don't alleviate the fact that sometimes my mind is in another direction but I want to be saved I want to be saved can you say hallelujah and then you need to talk to the Savior. See, you're not the Savior. You need to talk to the Savior. I was driving the other day, and I just so happened, Brother King, to take my hands off the wheel just a minute. And the car went over. Amen. And it hit the little bump. And the car by itself put itself in the right direction. They got these new cars now. I don't know what it's called. But, 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 but it wasn't a Tesla that I was driving. But the car is sensitive to the road. And if it feels yourself going out the car will bring itself over I told the Lord I don't always have the sense enough to bring myself over and then I noticed this car it had a button that you could push and it said it, it's sensitive I don't know what it is but I just pushed the button and I said Lord I'm not always sensitive and there's not always time that I want to pull myself out of stuff but let me put this sensor on that you will lead me and you will guide me so when you feel myself going off the road you jerk me and pull me back in order because sometimes I don't want to jerk myself and you don't want to bring yourself but put the sensor on pull me back God restrain my tongue restrain my attitude restrain my disposition that's what being saved about the Bible said hallelujah as many as hallelujah praise the Lord he talks about it amen praise the Lord and Acts Romans chapter 8 and 9 you're not in the flesh if so be the spirit of God dwell in you but if any man have not the spirit of Christ he is none of his but then he says something else as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God temptation isn't something that you can always lead yourself out of temptation isn't something that you can always get yourself out of but the prayer said lead us not in temptation well if in order for you to pray that you've got to acknowledge that you're not leading yourself you've got to put God in the front seat hallelujah say God I don't know where you're taking me but don't lead me into temptation somebody say hallelujah put your hand together and give God a praise and say hallelujah glory to God I want you to lift your hands up to the Lord and say Lord you know where I'm at spiritually you know where I'm at mentally and I don't have the power to bring myself out of this rut I don't have the power to bring myself out of this ditch God lead me out of it lead me 
out of bad relationships. Lead me out of bad habits. Lead me out of bad attitudes. Y'all ain't saying nothing now. God, I need you to lead me. Can you say hallelujah? Put your hand together and give God a praise. I wish y'all were here tonight. God is trying to talk to somebody. Hallelujah. Listen here. This is 2023. And there's some things that you battle with. And some things that you fought with. And you know they were stronger than you. Y'all ain't saying nothing. There's some lust that you dealt with. You know that they were stronger than you. After five or six or seven falls, you come to the conclusion, I can't help myself. Somebody ought to say something. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, you can't help yourself. Are y'all with me, saints? There is a condition that you can get in in your life that you can't help yourself. There are drug addicts that can't help themselves. There are pornographers, people that are connected and hallelujah, are addicted to porn. You can't help yourself. There are people that are addicted to sex. You can't help yourself. But that's why they say the Lord is our helper. And there are things in your life that you don't have strength enough to keep yourself out of. Let me tell something. You do all you want to do and try all you want to try, but you can't keep yourself from falling. Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling. You can't keep your clothes on. You can't keep drugs out of your mouth. You just don't have the ability. But now unto him that is able, I need you, God, because I can't stay saved by myself. Reach over and tell somebody I don't have the ability to do it by myself. Glory to God. I don't have the ability to keep my own mind. Now you go ahead and act deep and hide behind your church smile. You go ahead and act deep and hide behind your shout. But there's some people in here that you've got to acknowledge I'm not strong enough. I don't have the ability. But God, I need you. I need you. Look at somebody. Follow me. Look at somebody and tell them I don't have the strength. But the Lord is my strength. I don't have the ability, but the Lord, and I want to tell you something. If you're watching me and I haven't failed and you're watching me, I'm still surviving. It ain't because of me. I'm not going to walk around with my chest out. It's God keeping me because if I tell you the truth of some of the stuff that I want to do, but God won't let me do it. Some of the stuff that I desire to do, but God's been keeping me. Reach over and tell somebody he's been keeping me. And so if this is my only keeping source, I need to stay connected to Jesus. I need to stay in prayer. I need to stay before the Lord. I need to stand fast. I need a spiritual life. Help me, God. Amen. Hallelujah. Folk are wondering, how do I stop backsliding? How do I get back? How do I get back to God? You can't get back. He got to bring you back. There's some ruts that you in. Only God can bring you right. That's why David prayed. He said, Lord, restore unto me. Restore unto me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. I need somebody that's in a backslidden state or in a state that's in your mind to lift up your hands and say, Lord, restore me back to my place. Restore me. Restore me back to that spiritual place. Restore my mind. Restore my heart. Give me a love for you again. Give me a love for you. I don't know how to love you by myself. I don't know how to pray by myself, but I need help. I need help. I need help. I need help. Somebody lift your hands and say, help Lord. I got a condition. I've fallen and I can't get up. I can't get up. I can't get up. Help me up. Pick me up. Lift me up. Yeah. Oh, Mama Shandaleva. 
You know how God is glorified. You know how God is glorified. This, this is how God is glorified. Fix that mic. Put volume there. You know how God is glorified. And how God's strength is shown. How his power is shown. His ability is shown by your weakness. Bring me that table there. Bring me that table. Hold up my son down there, son. Oh, bless you. Little Jude, come here. Come here, boy. Come here, Tina. Come here. Come here. I want you young men to come. Come on. Hallelujah. This is how God's strength is shown. Get on that side. You get on that side. I want y'all to pick that table up and bring it over there. All right, put it down. Y'all stand over there. Pick that table up, Lawrence. Their weakness just showed his strength. The fact that they couldn't do it, and he picked them to do it, showed that he got greater power than them. God done told you to try to live safe and live holy. You can't do it. To show you can't do it. Then he give you the Holy Ghost and say, now, let me show you that I can do it. You can't live holy. You can't live holy. Now, when, if I want to stop straining myself and hurting myself, now when you guys get ready to pick the table up, what y'all going to do? But who, who you want? You want to lift it or you want somebody else to do it? You want to do it? That wasn't the right answer. Well, I guess somebody done told him I can do all things through Christ. But I can't do all things. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. Now, on the normal circumstances, if I'm struggling with it, I can't go do it. The next thing I say, Brother Lawrence, pick that up for me. Now, if I'm having a struggle doing all that God says, I'm coming to prayer meeting because I'm asking God, I can't do it. We backslide because we try to do what we can't do on our own without praying. And say, God, I cannot do this. I don't have that ability. I'm too weak. My flesh too weak. My mind too weak. But Jesus, please. See, God had to show Samson that he wasn't a strong one because Samson had did so many miracles he thought it was it. He thought it was on him. So he thought that he could separate from the covenant of God and get his hair cut and still have the strength. God had to let his hair get cut to show him you wasn't as strong as you thought you were. So he went and shook himself. But the spirit didn't come on him. You know what made him strong? The spirit of the Lord. But he thought it was him. Oh, you know what's keeping you? The spirit of the Lord. Now that I recognize that, I don't look down on you where you at because I know it ain't me keeping myself anyway. All of y'all that's been doing good and living good, it ain't been you, it's been him. And if he walk out and every now and then he'll show you. He'll go on pause. And let your mind go out and say, I want to show you that it's me. And he will let you stop praying and stop fasting and see how wild you get. So you will remember, you're going to have to have a prayer life and a fasting life and connect with God in order to make it. Prayer, fasting, and all those things is what let me know I need God. Every one of us need it. You're no better than me if I give you a gun and you shoot that person. You ain't had a power. It was a gun that had the power. It's God that's keeping you. 
I say it's God that's keeping you. Reach over and grab somebody, look at me and I tell them God's keeping me. Shut up. I tell them I ain't keeping myself. Shut up, my son. Reach over and tell them God is keeping me. I ain't keeping myself. Tell them I ain't keeping my own mind. Now we want to get connected to God. And, and that, that's why that prayer and tearing and all that's important. Because what that is showing God, this is my source. If I could get every saint of God in here who really want to live saved. And want to make it. And yet you know you got some struggles. Every day. In your mind, in your flesh, in your thoughts, in your heart. I want you to come out to this altar with me just a minute. Just come out to the altar, everybody. Everybody. Now, if you got it covered, you're good. If you got it covered and you think you can do it without it, you're going on home and we'll see you tomorrow. I need him. Oh, Shabbata Nana Mashanda. Come a little closer. Come a little closer. With your hands lifted up, confess to the Lord, I need you. Acknowledge, I need you. Ain't no keeping power in me. Oh, my Shanda. Come on, lift those hands up like you know you need God. I want you to put down your titles and your positions and all this. Put it all down tonight. And acknowledge I need the help of the Lord. Oh, Shanda. 